Today's Torah is the Schus, the Rafua Shalema, and the merit of the complete healing of Nochum David ben Sivya and Noach Mendel ben Pnina Leah. May God bless them both with perfect health and grant them success in all things physical and spiritual. Over the thousands of years of Jewish learning and theology, there have been many, many debates and arguments. But few of them have been as controversial as the tremendous one can say almost split, that took place in the 13th and 14th centuries in Spain, province, and France that was known as the Maimonidean Controversy, the controversy over the books of the Rambam. The books of the Rambam, the Mishnah Torah, the Mar Nevuchim, the God of the Perplexed, were considered extremely radical, revolutionary, because the Rambam used the philosophy of Aristotle and other philosophers to explain ideas of theology and Torah. And what erupted was a tremendous backlash to those that said that Judaism does not believe in studying philosophy. They believe that Judaism has to be based on emunah, faith, and that any rational speculation and philosophizing was dangerous because a human mind could only understand so much. And they were so upset that the Rambam not only used philosophy, but used the philosophy of Aristotle and other philosophers to explain ideas in Torah, which was totally anathema to these other tzaddikim, including the great Rabbeinu Yonah, the author of Shari Tshuva. And this controversy, this debate became so heated to the extent that Rabbeinu Yonah actually had the books of the Rambam burned. He arranged for the books of the Rambam to be publicly burned. Eventually he repented, he did tshuva. It said that he wrote Shari Tshuva, the famous book, The Gates of Repentance. Rabbeinu Yonah wrote it as a repent, in a way of repenting for burning the books of the Rambam. But that just shows a little of how vicious this debate was in 12th, 13th, 14th century France, province, Spain. And it's a long, fascinating history. But essentially, if we were to summarize what this controversial debate was about, it's what's known in Judaism and Lahavdil, other religions as well, as the debate and the question of faith versus reason. Faith versus cognitive speculation, emuna versus das. And this was throughout the Middle Ages, the Rishonim debated this. For instance, the Chavis Halavavis, the duties of the heart, Rabbeinu Bachia, the great Chavis Halavavis, he writes that if a person does not engage in philosophical speculation, if a person doesn't use their mind to understand God as much as one is able to, if one doesn't use their mind to search for God, then you're essentially leaving out the most important part of who you are in your quest for the divine. On the other hand, the Chassid Yaivitz, Chassid Yaivitz was one of the great tzaddikim leaders of Spanish Jewry at the time of the Inquisition. And he writes, and parenthetically the Bnei Yisachar brings this many, many times because most of the Hasidic tzaddikim were against philosophical speculation. So he brings very often this Chassid Yaivitz who writes that at the time of the Inquisition, when Jews were being given a choice to either convert to Christianity or die, be burned alive at the Order de Fe, the Chassid Yavitz writes that those 
intelligent, intellectual, smart people, rabbis, who were engaged in philosophical speculation, whose connection to God was based on their understanding. The Chassid Yavitz writes that for the most part, many of them had kishmat, they converted, they, they converted, they left Yiddishkeit. And on the other hand, he writes, the more simple folk, the masses of Jews who were not very learned, who had a munapshuta, simple faith, they were the ones that laid down their lives for God. Because when the source of your connection with God comes from a transcendent part of who you are, it's actually the Zohar calls Amuna the crown of the soul, the Keter. When your faith comes from that transcendent part of who you are, which is infinitely greater and more powerful than your mind, than your human rational intellect, that can't be shaken. Amuna is tapping into the deepest parts of the soul as opposed to our mind, human reason, our intellect. Objective thinking is a myth. There's no such thing as real objectivity. Our mind is always influenced, our conscious mind is always influenced by our subconscious or unconscious desires we have that we might even know about or we might be repressing. There are many, many aspects of our personality that are at play, even unknown, beknownst to us, when we try to think rationally and speculate philosophically. And so if it becomes a choice between a God who's some kind of philosophical theory or being burned alive, human reason, the human mind could be very easily swayed to think otherwise. And so this perennial debate is most signified when it comes to the Rambam. The Rambam, the philosopher par excellence that used even Aristotle and other non-Jewish sources to explain ideas rationally in Torah. And so that's why it was so controversial. But that makes the question on the first halach in the Rambam, when he speaks about the first mitzvah of the Torah, that he never mentions at all the language of the mitzvah of Emunah. The Rambam, in the very beginning of the Mishnah Torah, says that the foundation of all foundations and the pillar of all wisdom is to know, leida, to know that there's a primal cause that's bringing everything in heaven and earth and what's between them into existence every moment from the truth of his being. You have to know that. And then he says, the yediyas davra say the knowing, the knowledge, the das of this is a mitzvah. The Rambam learns, he doesn't use the word amuna. Even though some say in Sefer Mitzvahs, use Ammonasalakus, but the Maestro Chaim Heller and Kapach don't agree with that translation. The Rambam doesn't use the word Amuna. Does that mean, according to the Rambam, that to be able to do the mitzvah of Amuna, of Anoich probably the most important mitzvah in the Torah, you have to be a philosopher? You have to engage in philosophical speculation? Until you're able to come up with these scholastic proofs, that the Middle Ages was so into, so then you didn't do the mitzvah yet? So what are the masses of Jews supposed to do? So how could the Rambam say the mitzvah is only das and not emuna? And so the Tzemach Tzedek, in a Sefer Dech Mitzvah Secha, in Mitzvah Samanas Alukos, deals with this question by bringing a beautiful teaching from the Abar Benel. And, and his grandfather, the Alter Rebbe, to explain that obviously das, when the Rambam says the word das, it doesn't just mean philosophical speculation. Das, 
has a meaning that every Jew, every person, every moment could tap into as we'll continue Mitzvah Shem learning about.